Hey everybody, welcome. Uh, uh, we just talked about that sh- that sweat shit for 20 minutes. Hopefully AJ cut out 10 minutes of it to where it is somewhat decent to listen what to. If because- I just, what? Hear me out. What if I started the episode right now and I just said, hello everybody, welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your horrible, nasty, rancid ideas from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA titles. Blake I have and to say I dumb. myself... No, I just, have to say that's dumb because we have to, we just that's a fun talk. Sweat is a sweat bucket is a pretty fun talk, admittedly. Hold on, wait, I wasn't there yet. Let uh, now let me try again. All right, all right, all right. What if I started the what if I started the episode right now? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your horrible, nasty, stinky ideas from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA titles. I'm your host, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea. And we have just spent the last 20 minutes talking about <laughs> video games, a sweat-based judging system, and the idea that Naughty Dog is farming people's sweat to help stack the decks in the video game awards. Uh-huh. I'm not certain if any of that was particularly funny, so we're just going to leave it on the cutting room floor. Blake, would you like to start the podcast with the first submission of the show? I don't know, man. I think there's some good shit in there, but I, I, I we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Blake, it's 20 minutes. It is now, it is 20 minutes worth of stuff that I don't think was particularly worth keeping. I want to start the episode from here. And this is a wild sentence and not a bit. I want to abandon. We came into this with having no idea what the intro of our show is going to be. It became a hot mess. I want to leave it there. Please. I'm so much happier now. Alrighty, this one comes to us on uh, on our... text us and be like hey what the fuck was that sweat bit what Please are you tell talking us about, about how naughty you dog can't, stole all the you sweat can't from just the gamers. tell us I about can't. that and then leave Wait. it alone you can't I do can't. that no because the <laughs> alternative right. is leaving the 20 minutes of that hot shit in the episode and i'm not doing that either this is the better of, unless you want to start the whole thing over and just like blank slate no, it no 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 let's just jump in let's just jump in please forgive us everybody we're recording like at at 11 o'clock at night and we're both at like post christmas weekend uh so we're a little bit we're a little bit zany uh, this comes to us on Reddit from Gray Zephyr at uh, 87. The Dark Frogger reboot nobody wanted. AJ, Frogger yeah. game is about a frog trying to get his way across, the st- trying to get their way across the street, tr- avoiding traffic, uh, hooking up with other frogs to get powers and to. What? Yeah, like if you meet, if you. I think if I remember, it's been a long time since I've played Frogger, but if you find a purple and light blue frog you actually gain its power or something oh my like god that. you're talking about frogger cd aren't you no i think this is like og frogger dude <laughs> this is no, like because this... og frogger was just the game where you jumped across the street no there you was get a... powers dude you get power you don't get powers but you get if you collect it it's like the cherry in pac-man it doesn't do anything for you it just gives you a a a bonus of of points, so it's just a little talk- collectible Wait, that makes it. Are a you thinking bit harder. about the PlayStation One Frogger game? No, dude, this is just like this is just a little pickup. It's not. It's nothing crazy. But but here's the thing. Let me let me let's circle back to the point I was gonna try and make, and then then we can figure out how to jazz that shit up. No, 
I thought so, Frogger was just like the like arcade cabinet game where you jumped across the street. Like I know there have been other yeah, Frogger it, games. Yeah, we all gets, know Frogger the Great Quest. No, no, on no, PlayStation no. Two. Dude, dude, Frogger was like, it was like Pac Man. Like, yeah, the levels get harder, but they got to throw in like the point of putting in like a a pickup is so you have to risk yourself to go get it. Making I the don't game remember more pickups in Frogger. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly sure because I watched a Let's Play not too long ago. I don't. Okay. I couldn't say which or which version they were using, but it looked like an old eight bit arcade cabinet version. But Wild. they. So the thing with Frogger is you die a lot. You either fall off a log, you get run over by a car, uh, something comes and eats you, or whatever. What? Where does Frogger go when he dies? Pitching. Heaven. So this. The, all all frogs go to heaven. Wait, AJ. Oh my God! You just gave me the idea of a lifetime. Dante's Inferno, but it's Frogger. So the Frogger dies. Has to go all the way. Has to go through all eight circles of hell so he can circle back and go to heaven. So you have to do Frogger, but each level or each area or realm is a different circle of hell. So you have the first one, which is Limbo, and then you gotta like, I guess, take maybe like each level ends with some sort of I want to say boss battle but it's not like you're attacking them you just have to go up against somebody that's like maybe flipping the environments around you or uh just causing like the logs to go off course or something like that I'm just trying to think of something where Do you where... think that frogs are judged by the same biblical sins that we are? That's a can of worms I don't want to open because it sounds well, a frog would definitely really want to open that. You're not thinking like a frog. Let's think like a frog <laughs> for a minute. You're telling me, uh, you're telling me Frogger would wax poetic and the meaning of life and what is sin. No, I'm. You're getting way ahead but, of me. I'm proposing wait, actually, just the idea you bring up a good, that frogs <laughs> do not follow the same morality system that we do, and as such, frogs have a completely different set of sins. Okay, so I mean, uh, you're you're onto something there. You're onto something there. But I want to build off. Just do. You're right. We can't just do like ha oh, ha ha. The frogs in the seven layers of hell. No, the frogs the in the seven the layers eight. of frog hell, which are different. <laughs> okay, how familiar are are you with like Dante's Inferno or like the divine? Not at comedy? all. I'm also okay. not super familiar with frogs either. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. But hold I think on, we can on. all agree on some like things that frogs should not do, right? Like one thing that I believe should go send a frog straight to frog hell is being mean. Uh-huh. All frogs mm-hmm. are nice. We know this. All frogs are nice. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've been like, I've been like, I've had frogs like be mean to. Well, actually, I was oh say yeah. Mean. And what's he gonna do? Gum yeah. you to death? That's adorable. <laughs> frogs can't be mean. They can't be mean. There's never been a mean frog. <laughs> and if there were. It would go to frog hell. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. This is supposed to be gritty, AJ. This isn't supposed to be like this. Whatever <laughs> frog, whatever, like when Frogger dies and like that's the opening. <laughs> Actually, you know, it'd be a funny uh, example. What's that anime that was like super popular for like a month and then it died? Uh, it was a idol yeah, that anime. Is it down, brother? No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. Let me, let me, let me elaborate more. It was an idol anime. But the main girl within like the first 30 seconds of the anime 
dies and is hit by a car, but then she's oh, the resurrected. zombie girl idol. Yeah, the zombie anime. girl idol thing. So what I'm wondering is if it's just like it starts off like that, where it's cute, adorable, like you think this frogger's a really nice person and like all this stuff, and then they just get wrecked by a car. And it's just this uh-huh. very hollow, just scary seed. And then they wake up in hell, and then you're finding out as the player, like all of the sins that this frogger has done. Uh, or this frogger, this frog has done, and I don't know uh, this. Oh god, I just hit my oh shit. I'm... The second frog scene is tax fraud. <laughs> it's tax frog. <laughs> <laughs> the third frog scene is not celebrating leap year. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what would be the frog version of the Catholic Church, AJ? <laughs> just <laughs> I don't know. It'd probably be like the normal Catholic Church, except they don't dress you can't, in. You, you can't. We like we can't do like a story about hell and there not be like some religious overtones, right? Actually, no. Wait, yeah. no. Fuck that. No. Fuck that. We actually can drop that. Because, like, you can definitely do an underworld Because frogs don't go to church. Well, you know, actually... uh, (laughs) Frogs don't go to church. (laughs) Um, What... Because you could do, like... What's that one game? Uh, Conker's Bad for a Day. What? I don't know. You said that one game, and I had absolutely nothing to go off of. So I just said the first one that came to my mind. It's... No, it's... uh, Was that helpful? No. Oh, it was, it was not at all. It's not at all. Well, I'll tell you what. Neither was the sentence, what's that one game? I, I, I'm sorry. AJ, it was a rhetorical question. I was like, I'm just saying that to get my mind going. It's like somebody saying, um, fuck, fuck. You know, it's just, it's like, it's a buy you an extra beat of brain time. Because, bro, I'm like, I'm here. It has been a long Christmas weekend. I'm sitting in my room. My cat is yelling at me. And I'm just, I'm just trying to get my brain here. <laughs> just trying i'm trying real hard bro <laughs> but it's, are you ready for uh, another game dar- idea uh, sure <laughs> <laughs> i mean unless you had like some game design ideas here right now we're just talking about like ha 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 yee frog religion which isn't a video <laughs> game it's the thing um, okay, uh, let me sum it up in like in like two sentences. So basically, uh, it's a standard Frogger game. You the lo- you have to cross the river sticks. If you touch the water at all, basically your soul's gone and whatever. Um, oh, Dope. you know, what'd be cool is your uh, your frog is actually a skeleton frog, and it ha- its eyes are like the inside of its skull has a little purple flame in it. So that's a fun little character design. Oh, uh, like each- Undertale. Yeah, like yeah, a little bit like Undertale, but not. Sort of. I, oh, actually, yeah, it is a lot like Undertale. It's exactly it? like Imagine Sans, but a frog, <laughs> and it's Frogger. It's Sans the frog. <laughs> now I'm just picturing one of the bosses being Sans from Undertale, but he's like, <laughs> but they're like a serpent with three heads, so it's like just three Sans like skeleton heads as the oh, Hydra no, dude, or whatever. Speaking of Undertale, I have a video game submission. <laughs> Okay, lay it on me, brother. This, this comes on Twitter. Blue Bowser stand account at Koopa Kirby. Undertale HD. 
Toby Fox's mm-hmm. true AAA vision of Undertale, featuring realistic HD 4K microtransactions, DLC, weapon durability, stamina meters, celebrity <laughs> voice acting, VR support, dialogue trees, and all other hallmarks of a big budget studio release. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, where are you going We're going that? to turn this into an open world. That we're going to fully Ubisoft this game, dude. It's Undertale. But rather mm-hmm. than just like little levels that you run through to just like complete the game and keep the story moving forward, there's like a billion points of interest and they're all boring as shit. But mm-hmm. maybe they're like fun little Real- things, right? Like we'll, really we'll, Ghost you know of Tsushima esque. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. You, you, you know how there's like there's Sans and then there's tall, skinny Sans? You mean his older brother? Yeah, sure. I don't know his name. I never played Undertale. I'm going to present to you a third third skeleton brother, Mm -hmm. and his name Mm -hmm. will be... Give me a skeleton name. Uh, Zanzibar. So we got Sans, Tall Sans, and Zanzibar. No, it's Sanzibar. Oh, thank you. We got Sans, (laughs) Tall Sans, and Sanzibar. And Sanzibar is a skeleton that's just real, 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 real wide. At least he would be. Because the one Ubisoftification level that we're going to go ahead and add into, add into this game is that Sanzibar has put all of his bones everywhere in the world. And there will be like a 300 collectathon thing to collect all of Sanzibar's bones mm-hmm. and bring them back to him. You don't get anything for doing it, but it's there. Haha, <laughs> have fun. I think. What would you like to add have... to Undertale? Triple okay, F. Th- this is this Undertale is... HD. I. This is all I know about Undertale because I've never played the game and I understand that that's a huge mistake. I know it's a very important game. We're um, such good gamers. I can't imagine anybody <laughs> with better experience to do a game design podcast. So as far as I know, with uh, with Undertale, it is a, a unique game in that you can handle all of the battles either violently or passively. But you to do it passively, you have to have certain items and other things to, like, get through like somebody needs a flower or i'm putting a pin in passive and uh i'm putting a pin in passive and murder uh continue (laughs) passive and murder what i'm saying is is you know you don't have if it's an open world you can play the main story for free you know like who cares like you you know it's all there we're gonna make sure there's a game there but you know all those side missions that are really fun and honestly probably you can feel like there was more work put into them you gotta buy items for you have to have items for those things. But what if those items were random rolled? What if like that's our way of getting people to come back every single week? So, so you want to add a Metroidvania element, but the Metroidvania tools are run through Gotcha. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you have to do oh. either a week. You have to do maybe a weekly activity. Maybe there's some people. Uh, the one Undertale thing. I'm trying to remember the name of that woman, but it's the woman that likes help that helps you out at the beginning of Undertale. Let's just call her person. mom. Let's just call it. Oh, that's right. Her it's just mom, isn't it? So I don't mom. Know. So mom has a thing where you a weekly activity, and if you can do that weekly activity, you get a random roll at acti- Oh, that actually sounds kind of fun. If there wasn't like a bullshit element. To no, 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 no. Because here's here's what it is. Mom will give you a random gotcha, and like the 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 way that the gotcha works is it will be. Because one thing that was proposed to us was weapon durability. Might mm-hmm. I suggest to you, let's say one one um, tool that you might need is maybe Weedy can take over parts of the maps or Flowey or whatever the stupid flower's name from Undertale was. 
and he'll just take over zones of the map. So you need to get a weed whacker so that you can get into those zones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you only you have, have so many to uses roll of the gotcha weed to get weed whacker. But weed whacker only has a certain amount of uses. Thank you, oh. Blake. You're on the money. Okay, so like there. So let's you think gotcha. Of it, let's think of it this for way: limited let's time it. use tools mm. so that you can continue with little parts of the game. Be it let's weed say, whackers, let's say it this be way: it this little was... bones to distract mean dogs, so you can go to other parts of the map. The, wor- the world is constantly; it has like a bunch of regions, and each region is constantly shifting and changing. Like this, yes, AAA th- titles the, love region with during... like regional control mm-hmm. and shit like that. That's this, all over the place. This, like this week. Flowey has basically has the whole this whole region controlled and there's a bunch of like weeklies so like one weekly would be to remove all of their weeds, right? <laughs> but you got to um, make sure you have enough weed whacker uses. You have to so make you sure you have to pay enough... for the gotcha. Yes, so you have to do the weeklies to afford the ammo, let's say ammo or the resources to handle other weeklies. <laughs> and maybe you know it would be really funny. Um the main story is like uh, we just steal from fucking Destiny because I, I hate how some Destiny quests are fucking built. Where it's like, yeah, we're getting ready for the final battle. Go kill 20 Vex before we get ready for the final <laughs> battle. And I'm like, what the fuck does this matter? Why did I do that? Why do I need to do this? But it, we take that same we thing. We need to send a message, but- Guardian. We Go murder the shit out of them. And But, like, imagine that, but it would be like I couldn't do it with the current weapons I had. I had to yeah. go and just grind to get an engram to then do the fucking, like, next part of the quest. So it'll be like you're going through over... Uh, uh, un- this is Overtale now. We're playing Overtale. Yeah, this is, oh, yeah Overtale. <laughs> Are you ready for the next piece of Overtale? Yes, I'm ready for the next piece of Overtale. So before we had the aggressive route where you went through and you murdered everybody. Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. we had the passive route where you were super nice and made everybody your friends. Yes. Might I propose that we're on some Fire Emblem Fates shit. And one, then like there's those two modes. There's a romance and then mechanic. And then there's a DLC. And the DLC is for our third true route. And that would be the passive aggressive route. Wherein oh. your character does not murder, <laughs> but just says a lot of mean, mean, nasty things to people. Hey, dude, just do you want to like come over to my... absolutely wanna... bullies people until they lose the will to fight. Like, you're hey, still not murdering anybody, but you definitely do hurt their feelings so wicked bad. Hey, dude, do you want to come over to my house and watch my Overtail build? My my Karen build? <laughs> 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 so okay so there's three paths like that i like that because then that gives you three different paths of like or flavors of talking right you have the passive route which is very like the kind route you have the, the overly aggressive route and then you have where the you passive speak aggressive with your knife. Where, where, <laughs> words are for chumps um but then you have and your passive have the... aggressive route which is like a mix of the two and no i guess it's not a mix really? of the two you just talk but you're super mean <laughs> Like you're not going to kill. But how Sans does that Undertale, how does that affect? But you're going gameplay. to make Sans Undertale no, 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 no. feel like an absolute dumbass idiot running around with his stupid slippers in the snow. Come on, dork! Walking out here in basketball shorts and slippers and a hoodie. Come on! It's the end of the world, Jacknut, and you're out here in your pajamas. Go get dressed before you fight me. <laughs> how does that translate to gameplay? Because I'm imagining. Because with Overtale, I mean. God, now I am saying Overtale. With Undertale, isn't it it affected like how certain scenes would play out depending on what 
like dialogue branches you used. So how does passive aggressive the passive aggressive, do aggressive that? route? People stutter when they talk to you because they know that you're gonna be mean to them. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're talking passive aggressively, you need to have some sort of like dialogue tree that does affect things. So it's like, um, like, like any RPG, you have to like go down a certain dialogue tree to get items or get certain missions. Um, (laughs) here's the thing. Actually, AJ, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The, the passive route is to avoid fighting altogether. And you then like are working with your, with your, previous enemy to solve a problem the aggressive and route lots of friends is, is, and it's a really just, enjoyable journey your your aggressive route is just killing the people or killing the enemies in front of you the passive aggressive route is to get other people to do your job for you <laughs> <laughs> yes so, yes yes so the gameplay loop is just finding people and maybe it could even be previous bosses so it'll be like hey you went the passive aggressive route with with uh, uh uh boss number one and now they're just your your lackey that follows you and guess what they're gonna be there with you for boss number two and you'll be like hey chump if you want to prove how cool you are go fight that bot that that that, <laughs> new, that second person for me and they'll be like uh, uh okay i i don't really feel comfortable with this but like i i do i i, I want your i want you your of uh, you know your your approval. So yeah, I'm the real, for the you. real true hero, if that is what the song title suggests, would fight this person with your super cool spear and not make a little little kid do it. Just prove that you're cool. <laughs> prove that you're cool. No, and don't wait, make me a little kid go do just violence. Kids. You're just bullying. You're passing. No, the main character is a child. The main character is a child. No, the, but I, everyone else oh, is a full grown adult that feels really bad about oh, a kid okay. being mean to them. So what you're pitching is is that this child is just um, (laughs) just telling these grown-ass adults to do their bidding. Yeah. (laughs) That's how you do it. Okay, okay. It's just a little kid that's bullying the hell out of people. Now, now how does that translate into weapon uh, management? Like, are you... Like Fallout style, you give your you can pick up weapons that you can give to your companions. Yeah, but or... they will also break too, right? Like you could give them the weed whacker, but it's gonna break after a couple uses, and then you gotta like <gasps> sit down. And you won't have any control over how much your and N- your al- NPC allies use things, but you will have full control AJ. over. And by control, I mean responsibility to refill their ammunition. I have, I have an idea. I have an idea because, but that's it, there, again, this there is there a whole ju- like gear maintenance system that is only going to be on the DLC of the passive aggressive route. Otherwise, you're just running through the game with your own tools. Here's the thing. Here's the thing we do with our loot boxes. We call <coughs> them. We call. Uh, we'll call them like friendship bracelets. Um, uh-huh. Basically, you buy a friendship bracelet, and it's a random assortment of things. It could be materials to do weeklies, but it could also just be random items that have no descriptions on them whatsoever. And you have to find out, like, most of those items have a quest tied to them somewhere in the world there is a quest tied to that item and you need to figure it out so it's like it's like you got this little hint at a grander adventure that way when people (laughs) go out of their way to buy it they feel like they're getting something of substance out of it but in reality (laughs) 
It's just collectathon quests, right? You, it's you, just, you pay, it's you just pay the a money collectathon. And you're like, oh, cool. I got another six pack of orange juice. And it's well, like, I wonder yeah. what that's for. That's this yeah. six pack of orange juice is tied to an in for its own unique quest line. And that mm-hmm. quest line is just tall sands being like, I just love the color orange. Could you bring yeah. me some more orange juice? That's, and that's because it. that's the whole be, quest line. Because people will be like, when they see the weed whackers, right? They'll be like, oh, this is this item will serve some sort of gameplay mechanic that'll give me just more shit to do and then it allows me to get more weekly stuff so i can continue the cycle it'll craft this illusion that oh i'm collecting all these items which seem like one of a kind right Uh, they're gonna be used for something they're gonna be used for something but at the end of the day it's just a wild goose chase of once you find tall sands he's like oh i'm just collecting that quest complete and then you get that's just yeah. it <laughs> and you find yes. out he's like, like what's <laughs> this is delectable because this is striking that part of like again the, like all the all the things that we're cracking jokes about are things in i want to take all the bad things that i hate about open world games triple a games mm-hmm. the ubisoftification mm-hmm. and turn that into this right this whole like bring the orange juice to tall sands that's like mm-hmm. just the sugar pops plot line from fallout whatever right like <laughs> I mean, oh, collect all the I mean, bones goes so you can back. get like, that's nothing. Just, that's, that's the Kokoro. Yeah. Collect all the bones for wide sands so that mm. you can get nothing. That's just the Kokoro seeds <laughs> from <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Like we make it, we make it even more complicated. Some of the items are only usable in certain routes. So be like, hey, I got this. <laughs> I got this. I'm gonna just do. I'm gonna invest all of the. Uh, what's our glimmer? Uh, all my carrots in to in, like it takes a thousand carrots to buy this one little friendship bracelet loot box. And if you find out like all the st- there's it, you might get an item that's for the passive route or for the aggressive route. But you're doing the passive aggressive route, so you could get a loot box that's just general, just completely useless for what your run is. So like you. <laughs> What are some other things that you hate from like big triple A games that we might be able to reskin and slot into Overtale? I hate that when that there are play I hate play to win elements where somebody could roll a character or roll a weapon just randomly and then they are suddenly better than everybody else on the server. So I'm trying to figure out Well, this if is like a wait 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 wait. Don't no, no, a single player game. I'm not I'm well, talking no, no, about that's something what I'm getting, that you would that's hate what I'm in getting Assassin's at. I'm Creed. I'm wondering if you could do this is what I was getting at. I'm wondering if everybody else in the world is also has access to these loot boxes where it's like every NPC gets a random role and then you might come across a character that has something that you want, but you you have to figure out how to get it from them. So it'll be like it could complicate something. Like, guess what, AJ? This main character that you befriended the has this one piece that you need to solve this other quest, but you can't convince them to give it to you. Guess what? Now you're doing a murder run. I think, like, I would hate a game if I was playing one way, but then it told me I needed to play another way to do what I initially wanted. So, like, I'm doing a passive route, but I can't complete the passive route unless I go fucking kill this guy that just got a random roll on the loot box that I've been tr- that I've been hunting for for the past month. So, okay, yeah. okay, I think I see what you mean. What you're mm-hmm. wanting to set up then, and again, this is not exactly the question that I asked you, but that's code totally fine. We roll with the punches <laughs> around here, my brother. <laughs> 
What you want to create is again, this has a this has a Metroidvania-esque way to maneuver around the map to unlock zones in the map, but those doors and things that you have to open up are locked by a gotcha. The example that we were using was that Flowey can block out zones on the map and you have to bring a weed whacker over to clear it. <laughs> what you are also proposing is that randomly those tools, be it a weed whacker, be it a shovel, be it a skeleton key, mm-hmm. those would also be randomly dispersed to NPCs that you can find in the game. So mm-hmm. not only would you have the option to roll in the gotcha until you got those short use items that would unlock those zones, but you could be tempted at all times knowing that Sans has a skeleton key. And if you ever get sick of the gotcha and you don't want to worry about the gotcha, you could just gank the little the little dude, mm-hmm. steal his skeleton key, and move on in your merry way. But that okay, would throw okay. away your run. Is that what you're pitching? Yeah, that's roughly what I'm pitching. I'm realizing this game's getting complicated, and I think it would be just easier for us to move on to some other games. Because I'm realizing okay. we're about... <laughs> Our dumb, our dumb conversation about our dumb conversation about sweating has just completely like screwed up my timeline of recording. But I'm ready to do another game. Yeah, we're about halfway there. We need to move to another game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, this one comes to us on. Actually, it's my turn, right? Yes. Okay. All right. This one comes to us from on Twitter from the Asterisk Vehicle from Asterisk Film at Oh God No Send Help. Uh, gamify the Adobe Suite. AJ, you and I were filmmakers. You know, we're visual effects artists. We're photo editors. You and I are constantly mm-hmm. messing around with the Adobe Suite. How can we do a game? But Adobe is actually the perfect video game, and you know why? One, it's powered by corporate greed. There's always yeah. crunch time, and it uh-huh. constantly crashes on you when you are trying to run it. It has the makings of a great game. You're so right. This is everything to- that CD Projekt Red wanted, isn't it? <laughs> so I'm thinking it would be very funny to do a game like one. Uh, this is going to be sound like a weird tangent for a second, but just stick with me because I think there's this weird like world we can tap into and make a fuck ton of money from because it preys on people um i go when i go to conventions uh specifically anime expo which is about like anime and like one of the big things there is they do panels with voice actors and like they talk about how you can be a voice actor and how you can grow up to be you know a, a voice actor in anime or, or the trans uh for the translations of anime and one thing without a doubt that i always fucking see is that they have pa- they have booths where it'll be like, hey, audi- give us your audition right here, and you can be casted in anime. But the trick is, is that it costs money to <laughs> it costs you like ten dollars to submit your audition, and it's you know I look at that and it's preying on people who are like dreamers and trying to become something. What if you did a thing where you created a game that is about game design? And the whole point is, is you announce it to the internet, everybody uses the Adobe Suite tools to make their sprites, to animate little cutscenes, and they submit it to you. But here's the thing, 
Only one of those games will be turned into a real game, but everything else, AJ, is signed for us to use ourselves. So people will make their games and make full complete games for us to use, but we only have to worry about making one that belong that somebody else profits off of. We just get hey, say AJ, say like how many how many people do you think played uh 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 what's Hades. Let's just say Hades because that's a good. Only like three people actually. (laughs) Only like three people played Hades. Yeah, just you, me, and our our buddy Brooke. (laughs) Me and our buddy Brooke. Yeah, and that's it. Those are the only three people that played Hades. Okay, let's say it's a little bit more. Let's say it's a little bit more than that. Like a thousand people play, and like, like say out of those thousand people, we only have to worry about funding that one one of those games to be made, and then we have nine hundred ninety nine other games that we just can then the just vault. call just call our own and just develop ourselves because we own it basically. So what that's I'm not thinking... a bad idea. That's not a bad idea at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Here's mm-hmm. my concern. Uh huh. I think that. Creating a program wherein people using that program, we're signing off our intellectual property for using their program, isn't mm-hmm. – I don't think that's a novel idea. And if I'm being entirely honest, I think that's something I've already done with Adobe probably. <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff in the EULA. I would never know. I never read it. <laughs> but that's, I, where we I, get, I, that's, that's where we get fucked. We're like, now we have 999 games to use. And then a do- big ass, big Adobe comes in. And it's like, hold it right there. And yeah, it's- Adobe maybe already owns all of the video games and podcasts that we've created because I edit in Adobe Audition. No, they, don't, you- own our, they don't own our content. What are you talking about? If you don't mind, though, I might have a different angle that we could take this in that gives us a little bit more room for creativity. Okay, okay, go ahead. You know how, like, whenever you're on a website, you, or Amazon, actually, I don't know if Amazon's done it yet, but you go into Fred Myers, you pay for something, you get Fred Myers points. What is Fred Myers? With... Fred, oh, I'm sorry. Not, you I'm, not asking, I'm not asking for me. You know, uh, I'm asking for our, our friends in Sweden. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I totally so there's a grocery chain. Is. There's a grocery chain that goes by different names in different parts of America. Some people call it Ralph's. Some people call it Fred Meyer's. Oh, yeah, essentially, totally, you go totally. in, you pay stuff, you pay for groceries there, and then you get a little bit of like points back. A lot of online stores will have it too. You pay, you pay for stuff online, you get points back. Um, you pay your credit card on time, you get points back. The gamification, the Domino's Pizza app. You order pizza, you get pizza points back. Everything is all about the gamification of industries, right? That's that's oh. a no, not a novel idea. Okay. Now, okay. what if, hear me out, what if every time you worked on something in Adobe Premiere or Adobe After Effects or Adobe Audition, Anytime you worked in an Adobe There's thing. No French on that. I don't know. <laughs> you got a little bit. Ooh, just one little Adobe point. Mm-hmm. Adobuck. Mm-hmm. Adobe, Adobe coin? Just I'm call not it certain dough, what to call dude. it. Just call uh, it you dough. You get a little bit of Adobe. Adobe. <laughs> and what, I, what we can do then mm-hmm. is we can gamify workaholicism. But how do you make money on that? Because it sounds like people just have the program. Oh, no, wait. No, Brand I get what you're loyalty, coming at. motherfucker. No, 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 no. I get what you're coming at. I get what you're coming at. This is the Chuck E. Cheese method. Because you're like. This is the hey. Chuck E. Cheese method. Yeah, because there will be like, hey, one day I can totally get. For those that don't know Chuck E. Cheese, it's an arcade joint. Arcade pizza place that 
also has wine, apparently, um, where it's just you collect tickets and then you could turn those tickets into whatever prizes. And the thing that always I, I always saw that I wanted was there was a big ass go kart that was like 20,000 tickets. And if you get 50 million adobe bucks, mm-hmm. you can get a go kart. You get, <laughs> no, you get a Tesla car. We, we gotta be. We, 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 we have we have classy people on our Adobe into our Adobe cloud and start uh-huh. throwing those points out. Right, people, mm-hmm. people. I, 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 AJ Hart. One time we used Bing, the go, the image, the not image, the search engine Bing, because uh-huh, there was uh-huh. Bing points. And if I used enough Bing points and searched enough Bing things a day, I would get Bing points that I could turn into Burger King gift cards and I could take those Burger King gift cards and turn them into League of Legends skins. Wait, that was, wait, was that legit? Yes. That was None a legit? That was parody. That is a real thing that I Holy did in fuck. college. Oh my God. And if we <laughs> turn the Adobe system into things where we're like, yeah, just make like five <laughs> images a day and we'll okay. give you little Adobe bucks. And then with 500 Adobe bucks, we'll give you a $3 Burger King gift card. And that $3 no, 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 Burger no, 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 King no. gift card can be turned into AJ, whatever the hell you want. No, we got to do this big. We got to do this big. You can't do like the piddly shit. It's got to be big prizes. Every prize has to be that like, quote, go kart. So what I'm thinking is so just to ex- <laughs> ju- just to explain just to explain how profit happens on this. What and this is how I'm picturing you're saying it right is an Adobe subscription a month like for my own personal stuff is thirty dollars a month. And yep. every image or every render I do and it could be. Um, it, there will have to be guidelines on what justifies something that's worth a dough buck or whatever. Actually, here's the thing. You have to render it and then submit it, and then it has to get cleared. That's how you get the dough buck. But here's the thing. For, like, you can only do maybe X amount of renders or whatever, and you're going to need it a longer than a month. So oh, like, yeah. Yeah, to earn the, let's say, 100,000 dough bucks, which equates to, you know, $100,000 for, like, a Tesla car. That's our, our go-kart. You're going to need to be paying a subscription for you're going to be spending more than $100,000 to to get this car to get this car because that's yeah, how they get you a chuck double that like, profit. Yeah. But here, you, here's the delectable just, thing. Like this is where I thought mm-hmm. we would have a little bit more creativity. Mm-hmm. Let's let's wet our lips a little bit. How else, other than rendering images, let's let's go behind the curtain. Come up, come back into how how art gets made. Mm-hmm. How else could you earn a little bit of Adobe bucks? Hmm. Other than, other than of course at, just doing renders. You work renders. at Adobe, and then they only pay you in their uh, in their currency. Ooh, get a they don't pay you job real at money. Adobe, yeah, <laughs> get a part time job at Adobe, and we'll pay you in Adobe bucks. Certain that no game company has done something that shady yet. <laughs> come, mm, come on in. Maybe, maybe. Ooh, oh, you're experimenting a little bit and using four audio layers. Ooh, delectable. That's an Adobe point there. You've heard of in-game currency. This is in-house currency. Yes. <laughs> oh my, oh ooh, you found out. Ooh, you're using the multicam editor this time around. Mm, that's one Adobe point. Good oh, job on you for using some little like every time you use a new tool or something like that. Just yes, make, and then uh, you also have to like have a little notification on like uh, on like I'm talking like Minecraft level like uh, achievement notifications where it's like, hey, you just punched a piece of wood. It's like the simple like to a lot of people the most obvious first thing you do in Minecraft and you always get an achievement for it. Be like, oh hey, you just set up a timeline in Adobe Premiere. Oh, actually no, I could go simpler. You just you imported your first footage. Cut. 
You just know oh, you imp- just imported footage. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or hey, you started up the program. Welcome. Here's here's your own complimentary dobuck. And here's how you get them: is the dobucks flow really fast at the beginning, giving the impression just like a mobile game, just like yeah. a mobile game, yeah, just like so my Domino's what, Pizza Points. They yep, come yep, in yep. so fast and hard at the beginning. Yep, yep, making you feel like, oh man, I'm moving really fast. I could totally get this thing if I keep keep going at this rate, and then it just kind of slows down. But then, like, how you do it? <laughs> oh my god, H A Adobe. But what if it had season seasonal content? <laughs> hey everybody, here's this tool that's only available for the seat for the season of the cut, and then the next season that like specific tool will be gone, and you can't get it anymore. <laughs> Seasonal Adobe tools, yeah. Seasonal Adobe tools. Hey, Blake. <laughs> yeah. I'm terrified. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're gonna make so much money. This is totally. Just, this is not. This is awesome. I hate the gamification of all things, and I hate the subscription model of all things. And it's only a matter of time before the subscription model and the gamification of things come together. Hey, isn't hey, it? hey, 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 can I go on like a little two minute tangent on like a very real problem I've been dealing with with like spiritual successor, like uh, uh, prod, uh, program issues so i use certain tools when editing the i don't normally edit the podcast aj does and he's a fucking king for doing it but there are some i i need i edit a lot of our trailers and a lot of our um other side like projects so like a lot of the let's plays and other things that's stuff that's my role i have gotten to the point aj where a lot of the programs i bought and that i um that i used i went back to their sites and or actually um I did trials on them, right? So I paid like a small amount of time. So I paid for like a a small amount of time to use it for a month. And then I was like, stop using it. And then I came back a month later and I need to use it, right? You know how programs normally work of like, hey, I want to buy this font. I want to buy this texture pack. I want to buy whatever. Turns out, AJ, programs within programs are starting to get subscription services. You know that? like, Yeah, I know. Isn't that fucking wild? So there's this program. There's this uh, AccuSonus's... um, uh, like sound editing thing. It's like it's I hope y'all of- are. In- I hope some of y'all out there are editors because it's about to get real inside baseball for about. <laughs> well, I'm gonna give it three minutes. No, three thirty seconds. Don't worry. I'm not gonna sit on this too long. It's just I. I my point is, is like there. I'm editing and I have to pay the $30 fee and it's actually even more now because I'm not a student anymore to have access to all of the Adobe programs. And then within that, you can also pay another subscription fee for like Adobe stock footage, Adobe audio, Adobe uh, pictures. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. The Adobe points can be used for the other Adobe programs. Oh my God. You're right. It can be used for, hey, you you have have 50 Adobe. You pay for Adobe Premiere, but we Uh know that you edit so much and you get so many little adobe points that you Mm -hmm. could pay for your adobe audition subscription and that Uh is what uh you get for being so loyal to us your brand that you already pay for but see because you're such a good because you're such a good little stupid idiot consumer (laughs) you've earned the right to give us more of your fucking money dumbass here's the the catcher though it's like they pitch it or we pitch it as yeah you can do enough renders and do enough work to cover the cost of your monthly subscription but here's the fucking thing aj and this is what destiny does to me and i kind of hate it to just get done with the seasonal content that's all i can focus on aj guess what to make those edits for adobe premiere that's all i'm focusing on i can't use any of my adobe time you will have to, to, do, to do any side project hours. i just have 
I just have, that's all I can do. I can't do anything. Yes. I have to fucking be in Adobe 24 going hours a day to, to pay for it. workaholism so bad, Blake Rea. <laughs> Rise and grind, or you're going into debt. For Rise and grind, and you're time. paying the $30. And you know what's so fucked up, AJ? No, you, you already pay they, the $30. This is, Let's no, make that clear. You normally pay $30 to use Adobe Premiere. If you are not able to pay your subscription in the Adobe Bucks for your for Adobe Audition, you already pay for mm -hmm. Premiere. I'm sorry if I misspoke. You pay for Premiere. That is something that you all do because that's the base editing program. And we give yep. you Audition because you earn it. But if you're not mm -hmm. able to earn it with your currency, then you lose Audition. Hope oh, you hope you no. didn't make that part of your key work cycle, idiot. Otherwise, you're uh, going to have to pay us more. H no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dough bucks evaporate at the end of every season. So like any <laughs> dough bucks you've accumulated... So it'll be like, yeah, uh, I gotta great. make enough. So also, it's a new also, season, it's like... so I lost my ability to color correct, and I lost my ability to, uh -huh. <laughs> to edit Actually, audio. Actually, no, wait a second. This is a tale as old as time. This is just fucking minutes from, like, how cell phones used to be. There's, hey, you got, mi you got 40 minutes, but they don't roll over. Like, guess, you just have to use up your phone minutes. Or, guess what? When the month turns around, you don't get those, those minutes don't get added to next month's minutes. You just, we can't keep just connecting gone. the dots like this. We can't keep connecting the dots like this, Blake. We we come in here and we play on our, our little evil workshop and we build things and then we say, hey, wait a minute. That's been done This before. is already happening. This is already <laughs> happening. <laughs> wait a minute. Someone's doing this to us. Also, also, I just want to add a little more twist on this. Um, you basically, you have to have enough to pay for it. You can't pay for some of it. It'll be like, hey, you have 25, do 29 uh, uh, dough bucks, but you need 30 to pay for this month's subscription. Uh, you didn't make, a, you don't have the full 30. Guess what? You don't, you get charged. You don't get, to, you can't just put some of the dough bucks towards the total payment. It's you all either, or nothing. All, all or nothing. So, but you just create this whole thing of like, yeah, if you work hard enough and you do hard enough, you definitely could get it. Also, and, and this people... is similar. This is already <laughs> similar to how World of Warcraft works because World of yeah. Warcraft has like in-game system where you can pay for the World of Warcraft subscription with in-game money, but you have to be playing the game enough to earn the in-game money to pay your subscription. How do you limit? So this, this isn't I... unheard of. This is a thing that Adobe could do because there is precedent in the world, and I guarantee you that someone—I guarantee you, Blake—that somewhere in the Adobe warehouse, somebody has this scribbled down on a notepad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How about AJ? I want to throw one thing in here because I think one thing kind of breaks this whole thing down. What's preventing somebody from shit posting? So it's not render based; it's time based. So this is what I'm thinking. For every hour you spend in the program, you earn a dough buck. So For what you every hour that your mouse is moving and that the yes. the program detects in action. Yes, yes. So you either have to every like five seconds or so something needs to be clicked, a thing needs to be moved, you need to like move a clip or whatever. Uh, and in Photoshop, it's a very similar thing. It's like you need to edit an image, generate a new layer, save something, render something. You need to constantly be doing something. It's like, um, what's it called? Uh, it's the, It keeps track of it the same way like typing things do. It's like whenever you're on a typing pad, it keeps track of how... If you're not, too, if you're not fast enough, Mavis Beacon appears on screen and says, hey, edit faster. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just want what would be very fun is all of the anime logos suddenly get anthropomorphized and now it's just like you have what? 
<laughs> no, stick with me. The Premiere Pro, the Premiere Pro logo now has an anthropomorphized anime person. So you don't you don't like. <laughs> so there. So stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. Because if I had an anthropomorphized version of Adobe Premiere pop up like Clippy from original Microsoft to give me some advice and cheer me on and maybe make some, I don't know, anime sounds, I would probably be more inclined to continue editing because I think it's Dude, adorable. if Hatsune Miku was like the little <laughs> icon for Adobe Audition, I would never close the program. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that, it's just basically it's a virtual <laughs> YouTuber kind of thing where they're just there doing activities, commenting on like the things you're doing. And they're just like, it's like the casino thing of like, anytime you do a little bit good, then a bunch you know, of lights flash. With, that's like, the problem with um, Clippy, by the way. He wasn't kissable. You know what I mean? Like we, we coward, as people, we as, <laughs> we as people love anthropomorphized little, little helper friends, right? Like we all love Hatsune Miku. We all love that little chick from the Crunchyroll yeah, app keep going. that shows keep up going. in all the icons. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Also, the uh, when we go to Anime Expo, they have uh, anthropomorphized versions of we the con logo. We love mascots that look kissable, and Clippy's <laughs> not kissable, and I think that's why he was bullied on the internet. <laughs> I don't think he was bullied. I think a lot of people actually like Clippy, dude. I don't think that's true, and I think what that for the people that do like Clippy, they like Clippy in like a way that like. Yeah, go. You're on that what? side of the internet, and I'm gonna stay on my side of the internet, and I don't need to know about what you got going on over there. Wait, with your what are you getting? Wild vor paperclip. What are you getting at? <laughs> what do you mean? Like they look at the. <laughs> All right, never mind. I'm not opening that can of worms. So we've no. Made, we've... I dare you to Google like fun Clippy or something like that. I'm not putting that in my search history. I just well, know that is, a weird part of the internet the has him. Honestly, I feel if Clippy came out at when memes were more of a mass shareable thing he would be beloved I triple dog dare you to google kissing clippy i am not because i'm gonna get something that's gonna be like gonna put me on a list yeah that's what i'm saying the people that like I'm clippy not, are no, on what, I, no, what i'm saying you can have an anthropomorphized version of something and it doesn't have to be kissable aj not everybody has to kiss anthropomorphized things sometimes it's just fun to have anthropomorphized things aj i, mean, I know you're in the i know you're deep in the kissable. fake fandom i know you love your jpegs but not every jpeg needs to be kissable is what i'm getting at all right well some of us are entitled to our their stupid idiot brain opinions <laughs> It's fine. Are you are you in this to make money? Or are you here to be sensible? I'm, I think I'm actually here to make like twelve little anime people now. Actually, for Adobe Premiere and After Effect and Audition. Well, we don't have to make the one for Audition. That's just Hatsune Miku. Hey, Blake. Just, is, yeah, you got a game for me, boyo? Yeah, I hope so. Because I think we're coming up on it, and I don't know if we have a nug yet. I think the Adobe one's pretty up there. To be honest with you. I, think I got a submission I, here from my. I got a submission here from Robbie Navarro on Twitter at L Brown Knight. Hey, spiritual suck, DJ Blaskowex. That's it. <laughs> you know this gives now, me flashbacks too. No, because I'm picturing. Here, for okay, go the, ahead, go for ahead, those go ahead. that maybe don't know, BJ Blaskowitz is the main character from Wolfenstein. He's a super cool Nazi shooting soft boy that becomes he's, part he's, robot. He's He's part but soft. what yeah, if it's good. BJ Blaskovitz, as in Benjamin Jamaica? It's, it's Billy. It's what? <laughs> I don't know what his name stands for. I dog. think it's Let Billy me... Joe, my guy. 
Billy Joe. Yeah, he is from like Kentucky or some shit like that. Yeah, huh? yeah. Is it what? It, here, hold on. Eskowitz. Uh, Billy oh. Joe. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I'm just talking out of AJ. Like most of these things on this podcast, I'm talking out of my ass. Oh, and Billy Joe's way better than Benjamin Jamaica. Uh, Jamaica is a pretty good name, actually. Oh my God! Wait a second, AJ. We're both wrong. His name is William Joseph. Then why does he go by BJ? I have no idea. <laughs> I think it anyway. was one of. I think it was one of those. <laughs> it, was, um, it was between that and WJ, I guess. So all right, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. No, no. Hey, I hold think on. That... What did the J stand for? Joseph. William Joseph Blaskowitz. I think this was at a time when, like, names like William or Joe or Bill, you could use other names like that. You could just make it up. Well, yeah, you. It was basically. It would be like some people. Um, I I don't know how to describe it, but like there were some people that 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 was their name, but they would be assigned other names that were kind of like, but you know, basic white guy name. There's Joe. Yeah. There's Bob. There's William. You know, like, the, or Will. It's, like, it's just very basic, like, and then they would just kind uh, of use them I'll, interchangeably. I'll, I'll, lay off, I'll lay off our good friend BJ. But that's only because his cooler brother came in, DJ Blaskowitz, which, stands, <laughs> which does stand for Disc Jockey Blaskowitz. <laughs> you have BJ Blaskowitz. He's like, I picked up the gun to fight Nazis. And then you have his DJ brother. He's like, I'm going to kill Nazis with music. I'm going to kill Nazis with the, th- the biggest thing that they hate, good I music. Picked- I picked up the gun for these sweet samples. Blah 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 you don't know what? about Dippy Fresh from Gravity Falls? Go ahead and look up Dipper, and then look up Dippy Fresh. Oh my god, he looks like a disaster. So what oh I'm imagining god. is our cool guy from DJ Blaskowitz is BJ's super cooler twin brother. And uh-huh. it's just BJ Blaskowitz, but with a sideways hat, maybe some shutter shades, and a skateboard, <laughs> and some high tops. And that's DJ Blaskowitz. <laughs> and I'm going to give him okay. one hand covered in rings. And another hand with a microphone in it. Okay, okay, I could dig it. He also has knee pads on, even when he's not skateboarding. He's got one knee pad on, actually, oh but only God. the one. Because this is DJ Blaskowitz, and he's uh-huh, not quite uh-huh. as safe as normal Blaskowitz, who would mm-hmm. put on knee pads if he was to ever touch a skateboard. We know this about D, uh, BJ. I don't think he's coordinated enough for a skateboard, and that is like the funniest, most adorable thing. It's just a picture of this old dude. He is capable of killing Nazis. He is not capable of skateboarding. (laughs) He can shoot a Nazi from 50 yards away, from 100 miles away, from 3 million miles away. Cannot kickflip. Could do it. Cannot kickflip. Would not dare try. (laughs) Okay, so what is the game? Is it just. Basically, are you river? Uh, what's that one game? Uh, jets? Are you just doing Jet Set Radio? But it's just <laughs> DJ Plaskowitz on a on a skateboard, just kick flipping to crack Nazi skulls. Is that the vibe? Actually, that sounds pretty fun. We could go. We could go with like a Jet Set Radio 3D platforming game where you just run around and crack Nazi skulls and do a little bit of like a collectathon objective based game. Mm-hmm. We could mm-hmm. go with like a DJ Hero style game. 
hear me out. You you know that game? Uh, what was the game that you play? Uh, Pistol Whip. Yeah, Pistol Whip. Oh. What if we oh. just take Pistol Whip, a rhythm-based shooting game, and just retexture that into the Wolfenstein? Wait, world? hold on, AJ. You're onto something really cool here. So okay, so this is a VR game. You uh-huh. are picture this. You are in a concert hall, and in front of you is your DJ like cabinet and your and your table i don't know what the slang word for it is but you have your discs in front of you basic and a bunch of nazis you're it's a rail shooter but the nazis with their guns are coming and running at you and you need to dj to the rhythm to fire in their general direction so like you're and you sen- have a companion character and that that's teaching you the ropes and showing you how to do all of this and that's dj blaskowitz uh-huh Oh my god. No, I think you're DJ Blaskowitz. Like this is his rise to fame. I can't like, create DJ Blaskowitz and, and like the mental image that we have of DJ Blaskowitz. So you know that he's the coolest person we've made on this show, right? Uh I like to think our two uh our, I forget the name of them, but we made like two like strongman dudes that were just like raising their son together and I thought those two were actually very fun. It's jo- going to be honest, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> I know we've done quite a few of these so far, haven't we? Anyway, I um, think DJ Blaskowitz is the coolest character we've ever made on this show and I refuse to put to make this creation and then have our character it's, take we the can't vessel claim because that. our players it's would never literally your be able to look at DJ Blaskowitz. No, AJ, your opening thing was, you know who DJ Blaskowitz is? This exicti- exic- existing character of Dip, uh, Dippy, of Dippy, uh, Dippy, what's his name? Dippy Fresh. Dippy Fresh. Your 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 thing is like, yeah, we've created the coolest character ever, but they're a carbon copy of this other character. We can't no, claim that bro, it's the that's coolest how character. Blake Raya. That is how tropes work, and you know it. Come I on. Mean, you okay? But mix it the fuck up. Like you just said, you just described how Dippy Fresh's outfit. It's Dippy Fresh and DJ Blaskowitz, <laughs> or BJ Blaskowitz. Sorry, BJ Blaskowitz and Dippy Fresh. Boom. But clap this, again. Uh, Okay. And he's new. Whole, how? how? <laughs> I don't think In it works. In the same that. way that like Gogeta's a new character, dude. A Yoji? What? Who? Gogeta from Dragon Ball Z. The Vegeta? fusion of Goku and Dragon. The fusion of oh, Goku. Go- and- oh, that's right. It Vegeta. I mean, it's. That's I mean, it's guy. not. I. It's not. I mean, the same way the Steven Universe fusions are different characters. Blake. <sighs> okay, that you. Okay. Uh, what is it? Stevina? No. Yeah. Yes? Oh, any of them. Yeah. You might be um, thinking of Stevani. Steph- uh, yeah, you're Stevani? right. Stevani? Stevani? God, I feel bad because that's like know, a really good character. Ruby is different than <laughs> Amethyst and... Uh, or not Ruby. Uh, you're right. You're right. It. But Garnet you can't just say it's Amethyst. this person with this person. We have to like come up with substance. All we have is it's them, but they kill Nazis. I don't know if that's... That doesn't make them different. <laughs> just, oh, oh you, you need them to be multidimensional? They like to kill Nazis and make music. i'll do you one better they like making music about killing nazis there you go (laughs) so it's it's a railway rhythm based shooter Uh where uh you do have to pull the you have to like fire the gun on rhythm otherwise dj blaskowitz says oh man no 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 you have to scratch the discs and put your hand in specific positions on the disc for your gun to fire like here's the thing here's the thing because we he, oh my god, actually, because you've played Wolfenstein 1. Remember the prison scene where you get on that just mech and you're controlling it? 
Yeah. Our, dip, uh, DJ Blaskowitz has hacked one of those, and instead of having a controller, a control board with like a handle and an arrow key, he just integrated his DJ board into that mech. So basically, he operates this flamethrower, gun-toting, claw-smashing mech, but with his DJ board. That's the thing. So you're walking along a set path, and you have to attack Nazis, but but to the rhythm of whatever jam you're ripping. So does this play like Guitar Hero then? Or not Guitar Hero, uh, DJ Hero? It plays a lot like DJ Hero, but in VR. So you have to look around you. You have to yes. look at your surroundings. It's like, it, it, as the game goes forward, because this actually works really well, because like VR, in my opinion, I think it works really strongly when you have like a set boundary, like super hot VR does a cool thing where it just teleports you to a new zone and you have to look at your whole environment in that 360 zone. But so you don't have to go walking too far and it's a really good way of avoiding motion sickness. If you are confined to the platform of the mech, you could just start adding shit as the game goes on. So it'd be like, hey, I, you start the game with this really cool like d- uh, turntable, but then now you have a sound like a soundboard to your right, and then you have a sweet fucking percussion system to your left, and then you have another <laughs> system to your behind you. So you are constantly like, you have to look around You're you. You're getting it's a very new things to start sampling and adding to for your cool mech that is yes. piloted by the power of music. And friendship, yes. because DJ Blaskowitz is right there with you the whole time. I I think you are DJ Blaskowitz going to save their brother, BJ Blaskowitz. That sucks, because then we have to look Why at BJ Blaskowitz suck? knowing that we are the cooler one to look at. I'll tell you, okay, I'll give you this. The only way that I will Why let us play as DJ Blaskowitz is if this entire cockpit is riddled with mirrors. I want the player to see our incredible boy. Okay, so it'll be like... He has cool sunglasses. He has a sideways hat. He has one knee pad. High tops. Blake, I can't let this character exist in the first person. He's too beautiful to not look at. No, AJ, the idea of this guy being... Okay, so if we're looking at at them as a character, they are the opposite Uh of BJ, but they're still a good person. BJ is very selfless, a little bit dim-witted, and just a just soft boy and very much for their friends and family. Uh, DJ Blaskowitz is has vanity up the fucking wazoo, and the idea of them just coating their own mech with mirrors to look at themselves while they do cool things—it just is such a good character thing to me, because because it, it just fits VR wise. It'll be like, hey man, I'm gonna po- <laughs> like look at me just tearing this shred up, and he's like just talking to himself, like he just DJ Blaskowitz <laughs> fires up the game and he says, "Good morning, I love three things: music." Killing Nazis and me. <laughs> and my smile. Those are the three things I can't live without. And he just like poses at the mirror and you could be doing, you know, it'd be so funny too. And because this is like a railway shooter. So it's, it's very much point. If you strike, striking a pose is a thing that you have to do in, yes, in yes, the game. Yes. It'll if be you like, strike a pose it'll be in like, the middle. Beep, beep. Yeah. Uh, It'll be like, beep, beep, woo, woo, pose. Beep, beep, woo, woo, pose. Yeah, and you just, if you pose at the mirror and then you could see, like, it'll give you, like, a letter rating and then a points with it. You could do, like, a finger guns. You could do, like, a sweet, like, cross the chest. You could do a dab. And yes. you would actually get points. But it's complicated because if you, the, the moment you look away, that's the time, that's a time you're not 
record scratching. So that yep. could be one, you get attacked, you, your mech might get some damage, or uh, you miss a rhythm beat or whatever, and you don't get to do a new scratch solo or something like that. Hey, Blake. This is, yeah, this is dumb. <laughs> Are we ready? Are we ready for our nug? We need to pick a nug, and which one do we think it is? I think it's either DJ Blaskowitz or our Adobe game. I think it's DJ Blaskowitz. You want to go with DJ Blaskowitz? That yeah, because the will problem be with gamifying Adobe makes me uncomfortable because it, it feels like doing Adobe's work for them. You know what I mean? Hey, AJ, like I feel like I'm AJ, doing the AJ, dirty work of a company. But is, is that a disservice to our brand? We make cool games that should not be made, AJ. Yeah, that's a good point. Hey, Blake, do you want to create the artwork for DJ Blaskowitz or do you want to create the artwork for Adobe? You son of a bitch, I'm in. You know you know the fastest <laughs> way to convince me of something. You're right. I do want to do <laughs> I do want to do the art for DJ Blaskowitz. All right, but before we go to the nug, we do have one quick thing to share with you all. That's right. We have important news. This yeah, coming boy. up Saturday, Blake and I are doing something super duper cool. We are super duper close to hitting our next Patreon benchmark. And once we hit that Patreon benchmark, we're going to be able to open up a store online to sell merch. And that mm -hmm. is such an exciting concept to us. And that's something that yeah. we're able to do with a super low Patreon goal because every dollar that we get through our Patreon is always turned back around into our shell, which mm -hmm. we have a lot of fun doing. All right, but enough about the business shit. Business shit. This is what we're doing. We're doing a one chunk building contest challenge on our own private spiritual successor server. And the way you do that is you just come up, join up on our Patreon, and then we're going to put up the server code this Saturday. You can come in, just uh, join the voice chat on the Discord if you like, and we're all going to build together and hang out. But it gets even cooler. The judges of this contest are going to be our three previous guests from the show. So we're going to have Jupiter from Hell, Giuseppe, and Elray. And we're super excited to have the three of them come on and help us out with this project. And and the three best winners are going to be given prototype spiritual successor shirts. These are going to be unique in that they are marked um, with like cool little prototype tags. And they are going to be the only three that exist in the world. So uh, come check us out. We're going to have a link in the comments. Or you can check us out on our Twitter or Reddit. We're going to have links there. Um, if you also... I just also want to clarify, you don't need to be on the voice chat to participate. If you just want to come in and build your own thing in your own private space um, just for the chance to win a shirt and just share some of your building skill, that's okay too. We understand that some people like playing Minecraft and don't want to have like 30 other people. Um, actually, it might not even be. <laughs> low key our patreon's really small still <laughs> yeah it'll be you know you don't want to it'll be, be people uh, like, there'll be some people there yeah there'll be like uh, hopefully like 15 to 20 people um but, but if you like, don't like them if you don't like people <laughs> if you don't like people that's yeah. fine you can just come on hop on build your own thing we're going yeah. to be doing this co whole competition on saturday the second of the new year this is how we're going to mm -hmm. go ahead and kick off this new year it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun and we hope that we see you there Oh, we're really close. We're about 13 bucks away from launching a merch store. So if you're feeling generous, Jesus, is out. it that close? Yeah, we're that close, dude. Like it's, oh, we've had our Patreon for like a year and a half and we've gotten pretty far with it. And we thought it'd be, hey, it'd be nice. Merch would be a really cool way to kick off the new year, admittedly, because I know I want a spiritual successor t a sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, a sweater would be so nice. A sweater would Especially be Especially now All that right. I'm up here in the great Northwest. It's so cold up here. 
All right, all right, all right, all right. Enough, enough uh, pitching. Let us talk about the Nugs. So our game is DJ Blaskowitz. We should figure out some bosses for this. Yeah, let's look at some bosses. These bosses are, of course, are also coming off of our Patreon Discord. Oh, my God. So uh, one of our Patreon supporters, Aiden, submitted uh, Jimmy the Raven. And it was a it's a big kind of it's a little nod to um, there was this raven that basically featured in like a thousand films from the 1930s to the 1950s. And the idea and that's wholesome. That's wholesome. But the idea of a giant like one of the bosses being a giant mechanized raven would be the coolest fucking thing because actually maybe that's the lead that's like the final boss is because what better ending of a game that it's battle of the bands so you have your mech which is like i don't know let's say it's just uh, we can decide it's like a gundam style thing so it's like a giant soldier but the final boss is going to be another dj riding on a mechanized crow because then you can then have an aerial battle where the freaking crow lifts our dude up and they're plummeting to earth but they're still both ripping on their like they're like as they're plummeting to earth they are still both doing their music and like scratching oh, that'd be pretty and, dope yeah and it's just the coolest fucking thing like this like flames are like licking up the sides of the mech as it's plummeting and gaining heat and it's just this kick-ass like final like uh band battle. i don't know why playing music is going to save them from that fall but whatever we don't need to figure it out it's about a game being djs with mechs and i think that's very fun speaking of being a dj with mech you know what else is definitely uh, like a very daunting thing for a musician to face what their first venue right like their first major venue we had a we had a buddy of ours your dear brother he got Mm -hmm. to do a whole music show at the whiskey a go-go one of the Mm -hmm. most wild spots in downtown la to get of like the actual venue spot he opened up for uh, agent orange it was a buck wild night i had a dude jump off me on that night I, i think i've told that story on the show right um maybe uh, I, we, I was in a mosh pit and a dude climbed up my back and then jumped off of me. He used to, he put his feet on my shoulders and jumped off the crowd. Very fun. Very. Uh, are you saying we need to capture that energy? I'm saying that the nervousness that Trevor had that night when he knew that he was going in to play at the whiskey, a go, go must've been mo- very daunting. And I can only imagine what it must've been like to meet the owner of the whiskey, a go, go to, I don't know, secure uh-huh. that, that this brings me to this boss fight from our Patreon discord. Deku Scrub suggests Doug Dimmadome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmadome. Yeah. <laughs> can I just say? I just want you to imagine the, the, the luxury Wait. that we can have as DJ Blaskowitz says, All right, we're about to tear the roof <laughs> off this place. No, AJ, and I AJ. don't mean that as a figure of speech. And then you're just in there rocking out with your cool robot, oh playing God. music in a big studio, in a big stadium even, just ripping through music. And Doug Dimbadone's like, hey, <laughs> please stop destroying my property. AJ, I'm going to put a visual in your head that you're not going to be able to unsee. Okay, um, hit me. This is a little bit spoilery for Wolfenstein 2. It's been out for a while, but you meet BJ's dad. AJ, do not tell me that BJ's dad and Doug Dimmadome don't have... They don't look the fucking same. They're the same guy. They're the same guy. You have you have to go convince your dad to let yourself play, but then it, you, 
Oh no, that's a sign. That's basically Here, saying Doug Tim right. is a Nazi. We're going to do. A, we're going to do a little bit of retconning. We're going to do a little bit of retconning, and that one retconning is one. We're going to make sure that Doug Dimmadome and B.J. Blaskowitz's dad is in fact the exact same person. And number two, B.J. didn't kill his dad. His dad lived and became part Dimmadome. <laughs> he lost his memory and became Doug Dimmadome, but he's still a hundred percent evil. <laughs> But don't worry, DJ Blaskowitz is here now, and he's going to show him what for. This is With the so power of his cool electronic this is music. This so bad. This is so bad. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, Doug Dimadome was a pretty fucking be- evil person in the show. Yeah. He was like, ca- he Doug was Dimadome is garbage. Just the, yeah, Doug Dimadome is the, uh, who's the guy that owns Amazon? Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Doug Dimmadome is the Jeff Bezos of the fairy world, and we all know this. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not saying anything super brave by saying this. We all know it's true. You're right. You're right. He was a bad dude. All right. All right. This podcast has gone over for too long, bro. We should close it. All right. Let's close this podcast. Let's (laughs) And and the game's called DJ Blaskowitz, right? Wait. Wolfenstein. Hmm. Because we can do a tagline here, right? Wolfenstein, a new order. Wolfenstein, the Wolfenstein new cl- radio. What was the second one? There was a new order. Sh- Wolfenstein, There's Wolfenstein two, the Shadow new Colossus. Colossus. Wolfenstein, old blood. It's not called the new Colossus, is it? Yeah, yeah. Wolfenstein, the new Colossus. That's the second one. And the first one was new order. Mm-hmm. And the second one, and then there was young blood. Um, then there was old blood. Uh, yeah. DJ so Hero, was- the new beat. <laughs> the new rhythm hmm. the new rhythm Ooh, the new rhythm's pretty good Wolfenstein here's the thing two. new order is like a band so we could just take a band from the 1980s oh my god aj wolfenstein yeah. fatboy slim wolfenstein 2 the new fatboy slim <laughs> wolfenstein 2 the, the name new- the naming convention is there we have to use the new something i don't make the rules That's, i just follow well, them well it could be the new or the old like to be fair because there was it's Wolfenstein, the new blood, the new Colossus, or the new Order, or the old blood, or the young blood. Wolfenstein two, the new tune. <laughs> Wolfenstein, Wolfentune, Wolfenstein. Wolfentune, as some would call it. We'll call it Wolfenstein, the new tune. But Wolfentune would definitely be what is I think, it is I colloquially known as. I think Wolfenstein, the new rhythm, is the strongest that we have discussed. But also, I think DJ Blaskowitz kind of hits it on the head better. We could just call it DJ Blaskowitz then. Like, yeah. like fuck the Wolfenstein IP. It's DJ's brand now. <laughs> yeah, it's he's, they're not going up against the Wolf. Actually, they are going up against the Wolfenstein. Might but- I suggest you this? What if Wolfenstein is the subtitle? Big text, DJ Blaskowitz. Small text, Wolfenstein. <laughs> Wait, oh, better, better, better. Big text, DJ Blaskowitz. Small text, the new Wolfenstein. <laughs> DJ Blaskowitz, the new Wolfenstein. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's it. Cut it. Print it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's so go to dumb. patch notes. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. Blake, do you have anything you want to talk about today? I do. I just want to give another reminder that we're doing the contest this coming. S- 
God, man, I'm just burpy. I'm so burpy. We're doing the contest on January 2nd. God, this is the fifth time I've tried this take. Shit. But you got it that time. You got the I one did. piece of I, information that was necessary, and that I was Saturday, January 2nd. Saturday, yeah. January 2nd, we are going to be doing what no podcast has done before, and that is, of course, play Minecraft. No one's That's... done it before us. It's the most original idea I think Blake and I have ever come up with. Mm-hmm. And that's saying something because we just made DJ Blaskowitz. And that's that's coming from a podcast that doesn't have original ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing as an original idea. <laughs> All right, guys. So you guys if you want to come check st- that out, come join us on Patreon. And we'll have a little bit more rules and explanations as to how that's going to work out there. Mm-hmm. As always, our intro and outro music is Cheap Shot by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent game for an excellent band. I have been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.